Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Happy Monday, brother. Same to you, man. How's it going today? It's going good, man. It's going good. Not bad at all. Yep. Just uh, okay. ready for the ready for the Fourth of July holiday. Right around the corner. Yeah, man. Bomb pops, ice cream sandwiches, little little hot dog all yeah. the way, yeah. and Independence Day, man. Got a ring in it with Will Smith. Yeah, the first time he's ever punched somebody. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Yes. Yes. All oh, right. How was your weekend, brother? Talk to me. Oh, pretty good time. Uh, went out with. Uh, well, didn't really go out, but had a show. Yes. Played a, yes, you did. Played a live show out in Spartanburg. Good yes. time. It Always a good time out that way. Always is. Uh, watched a few flicks. Watched some TV. Chilled out. Pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. I'm still recovering from the show. My back hurts a lot. Dude, but he mean, knows what it is. You that all that all that bass playing, man. It's <laughs> a lot of work, bro. Yeah, it's a good time though. Dude, look like you, what it is. Dude, you guys rock out up there, man. I, lo- I, love, <laughs> I do love watching you guys catching shows. Yeah, what'd you catch up on? Everything. Okay, so you watch. not everything. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to catch you. Not everything. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I did go see Lightyear. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, that was cute, man. Seems fair. Yeah, yeah, you know, for a Chris Evans-led Pixar movie, yeah. um, it was really cool. People were really mad about why wasn't it Tim Allen as like you know the voice of Buzz because it wasn't Tim Allen. As Buzz, exactly. Was like, it, it was different. It was I a mean, different Buzz. I mean, think 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 about this for a second, yeah, yeah. okay? Did you have um, like I had a Jean Claude Van Damme uh, Guile from Street Fighter, even though the movie was was trash. I I, awesome. I had one, yeah, and like it said stuff. You put you know it had batteries in it, and like it said stuff. Mm-hmm. 
it was not Jean-Claude Van Damme's voice. I mean, I'm a little upset by that, but, but same, I can get over it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but same concept, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim Allen is the voice of the toy. Yeah. Tim Allen is not the voice of the actual character of the movie, because Lightyear is an actual like movie about. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I so, understand it. So, and yeah. I don't understand why it's... Why it's like that, but you know, why people are like that with the movie. Yeah, I mean, I I mean it's just like Star Wars fans, which we'll talk about when we jump into Kenobi. Um, they're just never satisfied. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. <laughs> uh, saw that. Uh, got the house power wash. So uh, was on the grill a little bit oh, th- this weekend. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was that was dope, man. I'm glad back in my happy spot. You yeah. know, being able to just smoke meats and drink beer. That's what it's about, right? That's <laughs> what, what, what summertime is about, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, but, dude, what I really want to talk about real quick, man, is Scott Derrickson. You know, he left uh, Dr. Strange 2, and then he ended up doing The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. That was a fantastic movie, man. I was thoroughly surprised at how good that movie actually was. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh a lot of buckets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just bunch all the buckets. Just all the buckets, bro. <laughs> Put your buckets and my buckets together. Yeah, yeah. And just so good, man. So good. Man. Awesome, man. Yeah, man. Other than that, man, um, like I said, just went out, watched a couple flicks. I haven't been to the movies in a, in a minute, so yeah. I thought it was a good idea. Good deal. Good deal. I uh, did another watch of Multiverse of Madness this weekend. I got to do that. Yeah. Better the second time? Not really. Doesn't hold up. No, I mean it's not. It's not better. I mean it's not necessarily worse either. Okay, but gotcha. it's like, All right, cool. You know, you know, it's just is like okay. So there's Benedict Cumberbatch's. I've not watched it a second time. Yep. So we got Benedict Cumberbatch's performance yes. and um, Elizabeth Olsen's performance, right? And we walked out of that movie. We were like, dude. Like, Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, he brings a level yeah. of acting that we just know and expect from him, no matter yeah. what. But Elizabeth Olsen was, like, A-game. Right. Like, I've seen, like, she's a good act- actress and has been a good actress, but she's was, like, stellar in this. Yes, very. Did that Did that hold up? Yeah, that held okay, up. Okay, okay, that's Yeah, all, all that held up. I mean, I just mean, like, it didn't wow me a second time. Like... Yeah, I think I kind of caught it all the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into the second time, I just got to kind of enjoy the movie a little bit. Good deal. Straightforward rather than trying to, you know, see, oh, this is happening, this is happening. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the second round was good. Good deal. Second round was good. Good deal, man. Good deal. Got a quick question for you, man. Yeah. Before we uh, jump into the pod. What's that? Um, y'all releasing something soon, right? Yes, we are. Uh, band 50 Flies that I play bass for. Let's go. Uh, this Friday, the 1st, we are releasing... Everybody our, sync your watches now. <laughs> we're releasing our first single uh, called Secrets. Nice. Uh, that'll be streaming on all the platforms. Uh, I want to say 12 a.m. Friday. Good deal. Uh, so, hopefully everybody can catch that on their way into work. And also, the music video to go along with it. Nice. Uh, we'll be streaming as well. Can I? Can I? 
Can we, can we share it on our, our socials? Yes. All right, guys. Yes, we can uh, actually share a little teaser as well that is up on the band page right now for it. Wow. Yeah. So if you guys want to check anything out more on the band, you can go to 50FliesBand.com. Uh, merch, all that good stuff will be on there. Good yes, stuff. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, man, let's go ahead and hop in it. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for I Love You, Dad. Don't worry, darling. The last episode of Kenobi in our Movie of the Week. This is where I leave So let's talk about this Patton Oswald flick. We got a teaser trailer here, so not yeah. much. But from IMDb, we do have where it says a hopelessly estranged father catfishes his son in an attempt to read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that says it all. Yeah. It's, uh, it, um, it's definitely going to be funny. I mean, Patton Oswald is, Oswald is great. Yeah. Um, I haven't really heard of the other, the son actor much. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot of research, but I didn't really recognize him. Yeah. So I don't really know how, how he's going to portray on that side, but yeah, I think this is going to be pretty funny and it ends up with them like actually having to meet, right? I think, uh, (laughs) I think he has to take, he's like going to take his son to meet the, person he's pretending to be yes and i mean that can only turn out one way right just, so it just very good, good. it's gonna be amazing <laughs> the son's gonna forgive dad yeah obviously <laughs> uh no yeah so not a big cast of characters that yeah. people that we know but we do have Patton oswald um little ray howry who's always funny ricky yeah. velez man i saw ricky velez uh he opened up for um Gosh, he's Uh-oh. just gone. Um, why is this leaving me, man? I, this always happens, it's, okay, there. It's just the anyway, way, the, the way it goes here on the pod. Chris, the day after <laughs> Christmas, okay? The day after Christmas. Went to go see a comic. His name was Aziz Ansari. There you go. Okay? And Ricky Velez opened up, and Ricky Velez is hilarious, awesome. okay? So he's also in this movie as Derek, so it's like he's... He's a comedian, but trying to get into acting as well. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited about that, man. Um, uh, this is going to be good, man. This is going to be a good laugh out. Patton Oswald, driven comedy. Dude is one of the best stand-up comics. Right. So it's going to be good. We'll go ahead and throw us on our socials. Are you guys excited for I Love You, Dad? All right, man. So this is this is what I've been looking forward to here. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Uh, so this is directed by Olivia Wilde. So this is a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community. Begins to worry about this, about his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. What are your thoughts, man? I really dig this cast. This is a sexy looking yeah. movie, dude. Yes, it's very. Uh, Harry Styles, uh, Just Florence a sexy Hugh, guy, Chris man. Pine. 
Chris Pine. Those blue, those blue eyes. I, I'm going to mention Nick Kroll, but he, you know, he, Nick Kroll's a good looking dude. He's, right. he's, little, he's not Harry he's Styles. Little, he's, not, he's no Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Nick, Nick Kroll nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the mystery kind of thing here. Um, Hope we'll have some really weird stuff unravel is what I hope for this movie. I, I kind of got like that Stepford Wives type yeah, vibe thing at exactly. first. And then she crushes the egg and I'm like, oh. Like it's another level. This is. Right. And then like, is the husband cheating or something happened? Like there's a lot of unknowns in this trailer and it's going to be like an unraveling. Yeah. It's that's like, what's going to be fun about it. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the guys kind of know what's going on. And maybe it's an experiment on the the women, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but open another trailer, or so will kind of help a little bit more. Explain something here. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, no. I'm I'm not. I'm taking that back. I don't want to watch another I trailer. I don't want to watch it. I'm hooked. That's fine. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you got Olivia Wilde, who's yes. just one great actress, but a great director. So right. excited about that. Um, Jimma Chan from uh, the Eternals and uh, Timothy Simmons as well, or Simons as Dr. Collins. Dude was in Veep, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. <laughs> Fantastic. Dude's hilarious. hilarious. So it's going to be good to see him uh, acting here, acting in a more serious role. He might be funny in it. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, but no, this is going to be good, man. I'm really excited about this. Warner Brothers New Line Cinema joint. So. Yes. Coming to a theater near you with all us on our socials, guys. Let me know what you think. All right. We finished it up. Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kenobi. Like, the fight that we were waiting for finally happened. Yes. All right. This is the third time these guys are actually fighting lightsaber battle and not just sparring. Yeah. This episode was, there was a lot going on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Super emotional episode. Um, but that battle though, like it just, it was just something that I know we were kind of expecting, but I don't know if it was like going to go that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, what, what's this guy to do when he's facing this situation? Like, like one of the worst people in the galaxy, and he could just end it right there. He's a G, man. Yeah. I will say, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you and McGregor as Obi Wan, man, as a young Obi Wan, and then as a middle aged Obi Wan, yeah. I don't think they there could be anybody else to do it, man. Yeah. He was just fantastically cast and just the little bit that we got from Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan. He took that role, made it its own. Yeah. Inspired by Alec Guinness, man, but just is the best of all of us. Like he's, He's so tried and true, man. It is like the true definition of a Jedi. You know, obviously yeah. his master was Qui-Gon, who is like the best of everybody, but right, yeah. ended up going. So he is like the, the, the second best. I don't even think Luke is even as pure as 
Obi Wan, man. Right. Because uh, he has that 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 Skywalker in him. I I mean, I don't want to <laughs> get emotional, bro, about like Star Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people who are like mad, either way. Um, but it was just great to see him at like full power again. Yeah. Man. That was just so awesome. Bro. Oh yeah, just doing work, man. Just doing work. Just doing work. <laughs> Uh, just doing what he's trained to do. No, I right? don't know if I would have had the, the, the will, to not finish the job. Right. The fact that he d- did not, man, is like he is the better man. Yes, he's exactly. Obi Wan is always the better man. Exactly. Now, now, Grievous though, back in Revenge of the Sith or the yeah the the third movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. He got them paws, dog. Yeah, he got them paws. He took he took Grievous out, bro. Like he didn't give a damn. <laughs> but he couldn't do it with Anakin, man. Yeah. Well, now he's uh forever scarred with the uh, fact that Kenobi whooped that ass. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yo, I I got I ain't the, the baddest in the galaxy, yeah. bro. Like <laughs> exactly, my master still is, yo. Yeah. Like. Whiskey Tangle Fox try, yeah. and then he goes, he goes like, I ain't gonna let him do it again, bruh. Like you, Vader, you're done, bro. You're <laughs> he, done. He let him. <laughs> he whooped your ass yeah. when you was still a whole human. Yeah. All right, <laughs> he whooped your ass. Yeah. You got all this stuff yeah, you on got, you, bro. You went to the second boss phase. He still took you down. <laughs> My man went Super Saiyan time two yeah, on yeah. him, and you still lost, bro. Okay, <laughs> you got all the powers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that, that was definitely a dope fight, man. Yeah, a fun series. Um, but then on the other side, and we we get word that she knows that there's a boy on Tatooine. Yes. Um, third si- sister. So she goes, does really know who Uncle Owen is or whatever. Same Uncle Owen from the prequels, by the way. That was awesome. Dope. Very, very cool. Um, but he was like, baby, we got to leave. Like, talk to his wife. Mm-hmm. She's like, nah, fam, we're gonna stay strapped. Yeah, yeah. Like this was, she was gangster, bro. <laughs> I really like this episode, man. I've watched it like three times now. It was so good. So she's like, nah, we ain't gonna wear fam. Yeah, we ain't got- this is our home, baby. Yep. <laughs> and obviously we got this young we got to see young Skywalker. Yeah. Um I don't know. You had to throw him in the, in the series, but like, it was almost unnecessary. Yeah, he didn't do much. Like, obviously, Leia was so great. Luke didn't do I much. It, at I think it's just all about connecting, right? Yeah, yeah, connecting the the dots there. Yeah. Well, another one down. Yeah, but it ends so with like, I guess. Did you? Think that you were going to see Liam Neeson at the I end mean, of this? You know, uh, man just pops up wherever, don't he? He's all over the place. He's still, man, still doing it. Yo, he's. <laughs> but no, I didn't just yo, think that. Christian Bale said because he was doing press junkets for Thor. So he said, yo, if Christopher Nolan signs on for another Batman, yeah. I'm, I'm game. Yeah. So Liam Neeson was like, y'all need Henry, Henry Ducard to come <laughs> back? What's up? Make another Flash cameo, man. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a, a spirit. It's cool. I don't like. <laughs> I, still, I still got the robe. I just green screen at the house. We're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Dude, Liam Neeson is all over the place, man. Still, like, 97 years old, bro, doing it. Flipping over, like, fences and stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> like he has, like, seven movies in the pipeline, dude. Oh, ready, ready to go. All action flicks. Exactly the same movie. <laughs> exactly We're going to watch them all. <laughs> Guys, yeah. let's talk about Kenobi, man. Was this six episodes everything that you wanted from a Obi-Wan Kenobi show did you want more do you want less talk to us on our socials guys uh let's have an open discussion about it before we get into our movie man um i don't know if i can watch the boys anymore i <laughs> i don't know if i can right. what um what sent you over the edge there where was the line drawn every line was drawn okay the first 10 minutes of the, the first, first episode there was no more line after that, right? There was no more line, dude. Yeah. Um, Yo, get this thing off so me, bro. This is Versace. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this episode uh, went a little further than the other ones have in, like, every way. I mean, Game of uh, Game of Thrones has had some had yeah, some had some risky stuff. Yeah. Oh, this wasn't risky. They didn't even care. It was they like, didn't care. There was dude, no risk dude. management on that whatsoever. Nobody cared, dude. Um, I mean, like I'm enjoying seeing Jensen Ackles in this role. I mean, we've only seen him the last two episodes, and unfortunately, a lot of other stuff has happened during those scenes where he's in. <laughs> <laughs> just this this weird stuff happening yeah, yeah. around yeah, him. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't really know know what to say about this this past episode. Don't mom, close your ears. <laughs> Hero gasm. Yes. Yeah. We finally got the well, fight though that we wanted to see. I mean, finally. I mean, we also saw some some ladies on there, not just dudes this time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would have been hilarious if they listened to us and was like, neck up only for yes, you ladies. Everybody. Neck up, la- <laughs> neck up only for you ladies. You put that sweater on, oh, young man. lady. Um. <laughs> yeah. A uh, lot, of, lot of gross stuff. And, and the deep, um, also gross. Just, this one as well. Yeah. Um, having relations with that octopus. Is it an octopus, right? Sure. Uh, so that was gross. Yeah. Took uh, it in a bag and put it in a bag and ran. <laughs> That's right. He did. He <laughs> <laughs> did. Dude. Oh, my God. Homelander oh God. versus uh, everybody. Yeah, that was a good fight. That was a fun fight. Um, I wanted to, I thought, like, <clears throat> I honestly thought that Soldier Boy was going to be a little stronger than that, man. Yeah. What's funny, though, is when we talked about it last week, Yeah, you were like, what's going to happen when he's got to stand there and charge up? Like, <laughs> I remember you saying that as I was laughing when I was watching. I was like, that's what Cloud was talking about. It took him so long to, to charge up, you know, Homelander was able to, to slip yep. it. And that is fantastic that, that we talked about yeah. that. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, it took so long. My man <laughs> said, 
<laughs> Homeland is like, oh, you're. It's not like straight shot. Okay, bye. Yeah, Pium, it yeah, was gone. gone. So, uh, but Butcher threw some hands. Yeah, Huey, Huey th- threw some hands. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, it's there's a few things you got to get through to to get to that part, but it's yeah. what it is. Yeah. We know what we're getting into. Yeah, it's a, it was a good episode, man. I'm, I'm just I'm just like. There's a season four now. Yeah. What else could they push the line on season four? Amazon Prime doesn't care. And that's, I mean, that's fine. But what more can (laughs) they do? Did you order your products this week from Amazon Prime? Because I did mine, okay? I ordered something. Yes, yes. exactly. It's going to be delivered tomorrow. I'm pretty excited about it. They don't care. (laughs) They already have our money (laughs) one way or another. Yeah, I already paid the yearly fee for that. So, um, regardless... Of all the weird stuff. It was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good times. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's movie. This is where I leave you. Uh, Released in 2014. A few other flicks released that year. We have, excuse me, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Edge of Tomorrow. Kingsman, the Secret Service. Big Hero 6. Pompeii, Noah, Paddington, and another great Miles Teller flick, Two Night Stand. Nice. That was a good movie, man. Uh, one of those indie like B movies or yeah. whatever, but <clears throat> small budget and stuff, but really, really good, man. Um, Miles Teller is really climbing the list because one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's always, I mean, he, he's puts always, it all, he puts it all out there, right? I did watch 21 and Over couple of nights ago as well. He's in that. that. Fantastic. HBO Max. Check it out. Dope. All right, guys. So this is where I leave you. It's directed by the great Sean Levy, uh, written by Jonathan Tropper, uh, based on the novel of the same name written by Jonathan Tropper. Nice. Uh, $19.8 million budget. Box office brought in $41.3 million. Starring in this one, we have Jason Bateman as Jud- Judd Altman. Tina Fey as Wendy Altman, Jane Fonda as Hillary Altman, Adam Driver as Philip Altman, Rose Byrne as Penny Moore. Excuse me, I'm pretty sure that was Byron. I can't remember now. Uh, Corey Stoll as Paul Altman, Catherine Hahn as Annie Altman, Connie Britton as Tracy Sullivan, your boy, Timothy Alphant as Harry, <laughs> Harry Callan. Uh, Dak Shepard as Wade Buford. Your boy. My boy. Uh, Deborah Monk as Linda Collin. Abigail Spencer as Quinn Altman. And Ben Schwartz as Rabbi Charles Boner Grodner. So good. Love Ben Schwartz, man. Uh, such a such an awesome cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Dude. Oh, man. Everybody's uh, awesome. Top to bottom, yeah. But as you can tell, mm. this is a large family movie. Everybody got the same last name. Yep. Everybody. Yup, 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 yups. <laughs> All right, man. Um, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis, brother. So this is uh, a big picture film of a dysfunctional family. Uh, they love each other no matter what and whatever's going on in their lives. But we get to see all the family members going through their own hardships as well after their father's passed. Um, and most of this is just struggling within their family and under that it's 
within their own relationships. And that leads them to reuniting emotionally as siblings and helping each other get through this time. Oh, yeah. All right, man. So straight off the top here, our lead is Jason Bateman. Judd Altman is the middle boy of the four Altman siblings. He is married to Quinn. He recently caught cheating on him with his boss, which is like an hilarious setup <laughs> of this movie, okay? Right. Before you know any anything about this movie, you just get like the fun that him and, and Dax's character, yes. uh, Wade, is just having in the booth in the studio, right? Yeah. That's, what, that's all you get. And you're like, yep. dude, these guys seem like they've been working a, working a while together. They're best friends. Time. When they get out of the studio, you know, they're just shooting the shit. Yeah. I, like, when you first watch this movie, I'm like, dude, this, this is going to be a good team throughout this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're going to be. You like, think it's going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be awesome together. Probably like, because, you know, Dax is hilarious. Jason Bateman's like one Fantastic. of my favorite actors yeah. who's just always hilarious and stuff. Yeah. Um, they're just going to be great together. <laughs> he gets home. He opens the door. All you see is Dax's ass yeah. in the air, dude, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight, straight pile driving, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I love oh, how, God. like, Jason Bateman is, like, so good at acting mm-hmm. because I don't think he's acting. I think he's, right. I think this is just him. This right. is how he would be. <laughs> this is how he would walk in on his wife. He just sits down. He just sits down. He's like real quiet. Quietly just sits, sits down. Picks up the, 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 the yeah. remote. I can't even talk. It was so good. Picks up the remote. And just turns the volume down little by yeah. little. <laughs> and then they realize. Yeah. He's like, uh, so how long has this been going on? And <laughs> what does he say? He's like, go ahead and finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, yeah. It, uh. Flips really fast. Yeah. And like right after this event, I guess he's in like a, was he like in a little apartment or something? I guess I didn't really yeah, take, so take looks much like he, attention to that. Looks like he moved out. He was just in yeah. an apartment, laid up on the couch. He doesn't have a job anymore because he quit. Right, right. Doesn't, he's separated from his wife. So there's, he found so there's a little bit of time like after that and right when his, he gets the call about his father passing away, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so he gets that call like soon after this whole mess goes down. Uh, so that sucks. So he's he's really in a bad place. <laughs> uh, yeah. But my man, you know, he's just trying to get through it. He goes to see his dad, see the rest of his family, and that's where all the fun starts happening. That's where the fun starts, man. <laughs> and as like the middle child, you know, it. I don't know if because he's the protagonist because that's how it was written, but like yeah. it looks like everybody looks up to him for advice to be like that. Hey, let's get our shit together, team. Right? Yeah. Like you know, as the big family is, um, you think they would look up to Paul or somebody else, but it's always him. Yeah, I guess because he's the, probably the most level-headed, right? But it's just Bateman being Bateman, dude, <laughs> and he's the guy that you can put in different scenarios. Yeah. He's going to just deliver his lines like, oh, well, yep, that just happened. Yes. <laughs> so good. Every time. Yeah. Just that just that exact phrase, right? Yep, well, that just happened. Oh, man. All right. Um, We got Tina Fey, Wendy Altman. 
Uh, the second oldest of the four siblings. She's responsible mother who is married to Barry and has two kids. She's the ex-girlfriend of her child friend, childhood friend, Hori, who we'll talk about uh, Timothy Oliphant just a little bit here. But this was a cool Tina Fey. Yeah. This is, Tina Fey always plays a very smart character, um, but usually has her shit together. Yeah. Um, this Tina Fey was like, vulnerable right right? like she tried to show that she had her shit together her marriage was good and everything but you know she felt sorry about her ex-boyfriend she's kind of like was getting a fox shot about my asshole husband she still loves and the kids and everything but she had that vulnerability that i loved but she also was like yo y'all are my boys but for her (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. and she will throw some hands (laughs) Oh, yeah. And she's cool. Like, she's just chilling the whole movie and joking and making fun of people and stuff like that. Especially when she was drunk. Yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> At Chief. <laughs> On that second or third day. <laughs> yeah. She just kind of, I guess, tries to be, you know, their, I guess, their mother kind of thing. I mean, she's the, the only sister, right? So, she's trying to fill that little bit of void, I guess, while her mom's having her morning period or whatever. So she's there yeah. to talk to, you know, her and Judd seem to be the closest too, though. Uh, but yeah, she's so funny too in here with him and joking around with him this whole movie. <laughs> so good. She's good when, yeah, she's good in like those parts with Judd, but at the same exact time, just her just as that, that go-to like surrogate mother for yeah. the boys is good. And like she doesn't have to do that for, for Paul, but for um, <clears throat> Judd and, and Philip, you definitely see it, yeah. man, and that shines through. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. All right, we got the amazing, beautiful, talented Jane Fonda as Hillary Altman. Yes. This woman's a character right here, dude. <laughs> uh, the, wi- <laughs> the widowed mother of Judd, Philip, Wendy, and Paul. She is a celebrity psychologist and writer. She's also the recent widow of her husband. And wow. She's just trying to hold her shit together. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she uh doesn't mind lying to them a little bit. Never, no. Nope. Like the whole movie. She lies to them about a lot of stuff. <laughs> she just wants to she like it's it's a good tale of like, even though we're going through this hard, tough period, like Yeah. I know what's best for us. Let me lead us through here, and you right. assholes are not going to listen to me, so I'm going to lie to you. Yeah, because okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has them do the... Um, the shiva? The se- yeah, the, like the seven days of mourning yeah. or whatever. And uh, they find out she lied about that. She wanted to do that. She wasn't from, her, from their dad. Um, and then we find out about her relationship the neighbor. Yes. Uh, which was interesting. That, that was just awesome. kind of popped off out of nowhere, it seemed like. And and dad knew about it the entire yeah, time. Yeah. Uh so yeah, she was she was pretty funny in this one as well. They were all so good. I love yeah, I love how and it's like awkward, right? Like you don't yeah. want to have those no matter how old you are, you don't want to have those like sexual conversations <laughs> with your mother. And she was just very open about yeah, it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, yep. Even with her and Philip is like Philip was like, Mom. Don't talk about my penis, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or when they, uh, 
when the baby monitor's going off and Philip's holding the baby monitor. It's just, just natural. It's all natural stuff. Oh, good. <laughs> Jane Fonda just kills it in this role, yeah. man. One of my favorites that she's been in. All right. Adam Driver, uh, Philip Altman, the youngest of the four boys, the playboy of the family who thinks he is an entrepreneur. Yeah. He plays baby brother. Yep. And... In normal baby brother fashion, he's always been babied. So right. He's allowed to f up. Right. Especially, if, and especially so true. The bigger the family is, like the more siblings there are. Yeah. The more the youngest is allowed to f up and then fall back on mom and dad. Right. Right. He thinks he's an entrepreneur. He's he's not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That show with a Porsche, though. You think he has his shit together yeah, yeah. when he when he first pulls up to the scene because he's in that Porsche, rocking out to DMX. Yeah, yeah. At his dad's funeral. <laughs> Adam Driver, man, he's he's so good at putting himself out there. Yeah. Um, in these roles, all the roles he does, it's he's very believable. You know what? It's it's because like I I first witnessed him in Girls. Mm-hmm. There was a show on HBO called Girls, uh, produced by Judd Apatow. But that's when I first met him. And I was like, this guy is like one kind of sighted, kind of like a blockhead type yeah. thing. And then I saw him, saw him in more stuff. And then I saw him in this. And I was like, oh, this guy can actually act. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually like funny, but can be serious at the same exact time and be loving. Like he showed <laughs> as the younger brother, he's allowed to get away with shit again. Right. Um, that he he has a range about him, and he shows those different emotions with all of his siblings. Right, right. That's what was so good about him in this one. I love that man. It's all the different sides of him. You know, with with Paul, he's as like the oldest and the youngest, right? Yeah. He's like, you can't do anything to me. Like you're not allowed to, right? Like you're <laughs> yeah, the yeah, oldest yeah, brother, I'm the younger yeah. brother. You know, like like dude, we're both adults. We can square up. Mm-hmm. Is what Paul is talking about, right? <laughs> And and Philip just keeps messing with him. Yeah. Um. But with Judd, he messes. He messes with all of them. But with Judd, it's more like, hey, like we're right next to each other. Yeah. Um. Like you know, we're back to back brothers. Uh, I love you. You love me. I have. There's more of a respect there. They probably had a lot more growing up together. Right. Um. Than Paul. But I I just love the scene with him and and Wendy. Um, that's my favorite part of the movie. I think is when he's like, "Yeah, like you raised me. It wasn't mom. It wasn't dad. It wasn't yeah. anybody else. Like your voice is in my head. Yeah, at all times, man. And like that's the turn for Adam Driver because he's been goofy and kind of playboyish the entire movie. Yeah. But then he gets kind of emotional and helps out Wendy understand like her importance. Right, right. makes her a stronger person because she thought she was kind of like the only female kind of F up. You kind of get that yeah, vibe yeah. from her as well, but she did right. Oh yeah. By him. And I oh, really, yeah. really, really enjoyed that. Well, so she seemed like she was trying to do that for everybody too. So yeah. it's a good thing that somebody pointed it out. Yeah. 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 She was just trying to be there. I, I love that. Um, <clears throat> Rose Byrne. One. Just very talented. Agreed. Uh, Penny Moore. Uh, Lady who had a crush on Judd in high school, he claims that he did not date her at the time because she was just a kid. <laughs> so she's probably a little younger. Yeah. Two or three years, whatever. But talk to me, brother. 
Uh, she was definitely a interesting character. Yeah. Compared to the or contrasting to everybody else in the family. Yes. Um, she definitely was not like any of his siblings or anybody yeah. else in the family. Uh, she seemed to just be just living life, man. Just going through the days, working the skate rink, hanging out with Hori a little bit. Uh, but she seemed like a smart, smart girl, and she seemed like she was like she was definitely into him. Yeah, but was still trying to like not come on too too strong, I guess. Uh, so that that was what. That's what made the last scene of them together so funny. Like, yeah. Like when he's walking away and then she runs up to him or whatever. <laughs> it's like, are you not going to call me? <laughs> is that it? So, is that, I didn't say that? Oh, I didn't say that. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, she was fun, man. She uh, she definitely brought that kind of the life to the whole, the whole situation of them being at the funeral or the father passing away and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. She took, she took a lot of that. Uh, I guess darkness away from yeah, it. Yeah, she like was stress a yeah. little bit for it. Yep. Um, <clears throat> she just kind of shows up places. That's but like she's <laughs> always yeah, she shows up and she's always like jubilant. She's always fun, right? Yeah. She's always like I loved it when he mentions like we're, we're not together no more. Like him and his wife. Yeah. She's like, oh, I knew this shit wasn't gonna work out. You know what I mean? Like she just like knew it. And I was like, okay, I get yeah. this chick's vibe. Yeah, yeah. I get this chick's vibe right here. I like it. I'm here. I'm here <laughs> for it, man. She's going to be. All this shit is happening over yeah. here with um, Bateman, and I keep on using shit a lot because like this is heavy. This is a comedy, guys, but this is like a heavy material and heavy yes. movie. Um, but with this cast of characters, you know, you there's it's a lot of heart as well, and a lot of comedy comes out of it, which I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, all this stuff, excuse me, is happening over here <laughs> and she's like that beacon light for him yeah. at times, you know, at the, um, when he sees her at the shop, when he sees her at the, uh, ice rink as well, mm-hmm. a couple times, man, uh, when they actually hook up, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's a beacon of light for him. <laughs> so he really enjoys that. <clears throat> all right, man. Uh, Corey Stahl, Paul Altman. Oldest of the four siblings, the no-nonsense brother who's responsible <laughs> for the family business, he is married to Annie. Yes. Talk to me, brother. You know, I don't think he gets enough time in this movie. He's pretty, like, back there compared to Bateman and Adam and even Tina. Yeah. Uh, but we know that he's inheriting a chunk of the business, which I guess he works there already, right? Yeah. And then the other siblings have nothing to do with it. Also, get a part of the business. <laughs> so that's kind of like his whole his whole arc, and then the the business with his wife. Um, he's not happy that they get part of the business. Wait, the business with his what? Oh, I mine was in the gutter. We'll yeah. get there in a second. I mean, that's where it's gonna be. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're him and his wife are having problems conceiving, and it's a whole thing. Yes. Um, but he's. Kind of trying to figure out what are they gonna do with this business, right? And that's kind of his whole his whole thing at the beginning of the movie, because his siblings get part of the business. Yeah, he's and like, he's like, like Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been here. I stayed with mom and dad. Yeah, I'm I'm home. Uh, why are you guys? It reminds yeah. me of Vincent D'Arfornio and the Judge. You know how he 
Robert Downey Jr.'s character went off to be like this hotshot lawyer. Yeah. He, he stayed in town and hung out, you know, stayed with mom and dad. Yeah. It's the same exact thing here, man. Like, why the hell you guys get a piece of this when I'm the one who's been busting my ass? So I, I, yeah. re- I respect what he's talking about. Yes. But, you know, mom and dad loves all the kids. So yep. got to do it. So oh. that, that was kind of his thing. Uh, other than that, when we get to, to Catherine Hahn, we'll talk about the other part of his story. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and oh he really was like a no-nonsense brother. Like, I do like that he kept that the entire time. Yeah. Until they were at service, and they went in the back and got high. <laughs> and it was like, okay, okay, Paul, I, I get you, man. Yeah. Well, you, he's, he's with the, his brothers, right? Yeah. It's, they're he let loose. They've done stupider things around each other so yeah they're mourning and just just spending some time with each other yeah i love that all right we got Catherine hahn as annie altman and Catherine hahn is just phenomenal in everything yes. that she does oh, yeah. paul's wife and judd's ex-girlfriend super awkward but whatever <laughs> uh she and paul have been trying to conceive so uh annie dated judd for six months yeah. paul's been married to her for six years they're trying to conceive, and she's doing all this, like, needles and stuff yeah. like that to try to make it happen, but it's really difficult for her. Man, I love it. Later on, we find out that uh, Judd's wife is, who's sleeping with Dax Everett's character, is pregnant. Mm-hmm. His wife says that it's oh yeah yeah Judd's. Catherine goes ballistic. Yes. Catherine yeah. goes <laughs> ballistic X versus sever, bro. Like she just yeah. drops the plate, runs out. Yeah. Is pissed off. And she tries she tries to get hands on on Judd. Try to put the hands on Judd in a sexy I, way. I this is like another one of my favorite scenes <laughs> where, you know, from the standpoint of they you always see it. You always see like the you know them over here with the pillow, yeah, and, the, and like the cameras right there on their face, and they open their eyes, right? But as soon as he opens his eyes, like you see her in the background, and it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. Why is she in the bed? <laughs> and then she just straddles him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she she tried to to handle him. Yeah. Um, but she wanted some of that Altman juice, bro. That's yeah, all that's she all wanted. she cared about. <laughs> What'd you say? She he won't know if it's his or yours. Same genes. So oh weird. my gosh! That's so weird. yeah, oh man, yeah. But she's always fun. She always plays like she or she always comes off so strong. Yeah, like as a character, um, always like a strong woman, mm-hmm. right? No matter who she portrays, even with this, with Annie Altman being um, very upset trying to conceive and all that. Yeah. She still puts off a real strong woman vibe. Agreed. I think that's just her personality, which is awesome. Agreed, man. <clears throat> all right. We have Connie Britton as Tracy Sullivan, Phillip's girlfriend and ex therapist. Um, the world's going to know this ever since spin city. Mm-hmm. You just crush on Connie Britton. Okay. <laughs> all he, right. Hugest, okay. It's all over the world now. I think outside of my, my my wife, she's the most beautiful woman on the planet. Okay, smooth. I smoothed that over real good. I mean, I? I don't think you did, <laughs> but 
We'll, we'll just keep pushing forward. It's out, it's out there now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well. Can't take it back now. <laughs> Connie, what's up? If I get a divorce, what's up? <laughs> oh, no. Joking, guys. Um, <laughs> She plays a very strong woman in this. Yes. Right? But she is also a, you know, has money. She's a therapist. Yeah. She's dating younger Philip, and... It's because she's tired of dealing with men her own age. Right. That's kind of her whole thing. And while she's here, she puts up with a lot of his young crap. You know, right. He's a playboy. He's talking to all these different girls. He actually, I don't think she ever finds out, but he goes and hooks up with said right. girl that he was flirting with um, <laughs> later on. So, like, you know, he's still doing his thing, but... She's just like trying to hold on to this yeah. and trying to make this work, man. It's a, it's a tired old uh, type thing when there's such a large age gap. Yep. And them trying to make it work, man. Yeah, she gets over pretty quick though. Seems yeah, like. I mean she she's rich. She has money. Um, we find out why he has uh, the Porsche in the beginning. <laughs> story. So that was really cool, man. I, I really liked her character. And she was just another piece that was just there during uh, this morning time yeah. uh, for them. It was an interesting character. Uh, guys, we're spending a lot of time on the characters because, like, that's the movie. Yes. That's the beauty of this movie, man. It's, you know, we'll production and everything. It was beautiful. Michael Giacchino did all the music and stuff, but we have a few more people we want to talk about, but that's the movie. The beauty of this is just the dichotomy, the, the relationships that we have amongst this this family and this family adjacent, man. So if you guys are bored, uh, skip ahead. We're still going to be talking about characters. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. In a smaller role, but a very important role, we have Timothy Oliphant as Hori Callen. Wendy's ex-boyfriend, who lives with his mother across the street from the Altman family home due to a brain injury sustained from a car accident uh, that Wendy was also in. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Timothy Oliphant, man, he's a great actor. And once you cast somebody like Timothy Oliphant, you don't think that he's going to do something like this and play a character like this because he's a good-looking guy. Right. You know, he's really sharp and everything. I mean, hell, he was the villain in Live Free or Die Hard just a few years before this, man. Um, so, you know, he has this gravitas to him. And then he plays this guy. But outside of Philip, he's kind of like the heart of the movie. I really enjoyed that about him, right. man. He, he was really interesting. And, like, I like that Wendy... Always looked across the street and like felt bad. Yeah. There was a lot of just like regret and emotion and she would never want to talk to him. She kind of was scared and hesitant to talk to him about it. Yeah. But eventually did. Right. He, he didn't, he wasn't mad about it at all. Right. Cause she thought he hated him. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. So he is getting by. Right. And he understands his injury apparently. It's not like he doesn't know what's going on with himself. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, he's just living and working uh, at the skate rink. Yeah. And pretty funny role, though. I, hey, he's got some good lines. In I there. loved it at the end yeah. when he's eating the apple. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that was <laughs> going on. <laughs> Y'all didn't know this was 
<laughs> yeah, definitely awesome. All right. Um, <clears throat> Dak Shepard, man. Uh, Wade Buford, a, a shock jock radio personality and judge former boss. So obviously we wake up, you know, we, we open the movie, they're friends. Yeah. We see him straight pile driving. <laughs> I thought we wouldn't see this guy ever again in the, the entire movie. I didn't either. Right? I thought he was out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Dak's little, yeah. little, little cameo type thing. Okay. Nope. Talk to me, brother. Uh, I mean, this just seems like this guy, right? Not, yeah. not necessarily the cheating wife thing, but like the personality of being able to be on the radio and just talk. Yeah. Because that's what he does. That's what he does, right? Uh, we enjoy his podcast and he's just good at talking. And that's what makes him fun for me to watch as an actor is just, just him talking because yeah. he's got such good, just good delivery and just the way his voice is just awesome, I think. And this was the same thing. And then when he just shows back up, like, just walks into that room, the uh, the exam room. So <laughs> he made a made a few calls, didn't you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think he always delivers for me. It just was like his when he walked into that, like right before he walked <laughs> in that room. He was like, okay, they're reconnecting. There's yeah, a, yeah. There, there's a baby, right? There's there's some hope for this family. Triangle, well, maybe because that's what you feel like, right? That's what you feel, and then he <laughs> walks in, and it's like, nope. You just yeah, see it on Jason's face, her. nope. Yep, he just kisses her <laughs> like when he comes in the thing, like they're now a couple. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was pretty good on his part. And it's just like Dax has that gravitas where he walked in the room and the air went out, like that that yeah. loving <laughs> kind of like. Um, it destroyed the mood. Destroyed the entire mood, right? Everybody in the theater's like, yeah. oh, he's going to give oh, her another yeah. chance. In comes Dax. Oh, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> Made a few calls, didn't you? I love that well, line. Because he just goes in and, like, basically just pushes Judd out the way, right? Like, he just walks in and just separates <laughs> them two from any connection. Yeah. Which obviously was for the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, man. Um, we have Deborah Monk as Linda Callen, the Altman's neighbor, mother of Hori, and Hillary's best friend and romantic partner. Yes. So she's the young lady in the uh, young lady. Well, we'll keep saying that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's the who's lives across the street, and we find out at the end that she has been with uh, Jane Fonda, Hillary. Oh, yeah. They are a couple. There you go. Abigail Spencer as Quinn Altman, Judd's wife, um, who we find has been cheating, mother of his child. Yeah. Um, she, she's in the movie just a little bit more than Dax, but not much. Just a little bit more than Dax. <laughs> Tiny bit. She this has is, one more scene yeah, than him. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, one or two more scenes than him. So, And then we have Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah. This dude. This guy. <laughs> this, was a, this was like an early role for him as well, man. Ben Schwartz has Rabbi Charles Boner Gro yeah. Grodner, the town's young rabbi. He just gets so mad that they keep calling him that. <laughs> Yo, and everybody calls him yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Hillary was calling him that, okay? Mama Altman was calling him that. <laughs> um, oh, boy. 
you know, and then he, it's like he probably graduated, grew up around uh, with Philip. Yeah, yeah, is what it seemed like, right? When they were running around, but he just—he's like trying to be cool, yeah, but trying to like help them more at the same exact time, but also try to be like right. uplifting that and like the thing with Ben Schwartz is like he can hit all those marks, right, and does it, yeah, and uh, from the direction of Sean Levy, man, <laughs> like just hits. All those marks. And it's believable. That's like, all right, dude, you're, it's believable because he, he is corny. Right. right? And he's ben trying Schwartz to be cool. Be. Yes. <laughs> he's trying to be cool and it's coming off corny, which is perfect. Uh, yeah. Like when they're, they're out like fighting in the, uh, in the yard. Yeah. And he's just up there on the porch, like drinking a beer. <laughs> and just watch what's going on. It's like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out, dude. Yeah, it's so good. All right, guys. Um, Music was handled, uh, by Michael Giacchino, um, which was a good compliment to just this dialogue-heavy, emotional, yeah. funny movie. Um, thoroughly enjoyed how he used the music in and out of this to just compliment, right? Yeah. It wasn't anything overbearing. It wasn't anything just like a Hans Zimmer bong <laughs> type thing, right? Right. It was just a very good compliment to what was going on. Right, all the dialogue. All the dialogue yeah. and stuff, man. thought that was really cool. Yes, sir. All right. Just a quick theme here. Same. Uh, Even even through death, man, even through the passing of the the patriarch of the family, uh, a dysfunctional family can work. Yeah. Um, in its own way, right? In it, in its own weird, strange way, and not every family is gonna be like seventh heaven, <laughs> right? Right. It's just or like the what? Like I'm just thinking of like other '80s and '90s, and I can't come up with anything else. But nothing is mm. gonna be like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and how loving there was, or whatever or yeah. the Cosby Show. It's. Different. It's strange. It's 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 weird. Families. The family makeups are just going to be all over the place. Yeah. Um. Create your family how you create your family, man. But also love your family because they are always supposed to have your back. Right. All right. That's our conversation about this. Is where I leave you. JV, was this your first watch? This was my first watch. Nice. I yeah. love when that happens, man. Yeah. All right, brother, talk to me. What are your thoughts and ratings? Uh, I'm going to give this one a four out of five buckets of popcorn. Oh, yeah. Uh, really good movie. Really Great. funny. Um, even though it's built on the, the concept of the family only coming together because their father passed away. Yeah. Um, the cast, the deliveries from this whole cast, you know, um, them working with each other back and forth uh, just really makes the movie. I mean, that's yeah. what it's all about in this thing. Agreed. Um, and it's all, you know, things people go through, you know, from like the younger brother just trying to figure himself out. Then you got the older brother who's, you know, trying to conceive a kid and they're having troubles. Just things people go through, man. And I really enjoyed it. And I laughed through the whole thing pretty much. Yeah, man. It's, it's fun, dude. I, this is my third or fourth watch Okay, for it. And... I laugh out loud <laughs> every time. Yeah, yeah. 
that she straddles him, okay? <laughs> I find that the most hilarious thing ever, okay? <laughs> she does not care. Yeah. Right? Um, this is this is the great Sean Levy comedy, man. Yeah. Um, he's a director, you know, known for Night at the Museum movie stuff of that nature. Um, he's just awesome. This movie, for me, man, it's all Jason Bateman and supporting cast. Right. Without, like, an anchor like Jason Bateman, I don't know how strong this movie would have been. You gotta have that guy who's just, like, takes you into this weird, dysfunctional family and just to see, like, what the hell is going on. seems to be the one who's, like, the least dysfunctional. The least dysfunctional. Even though he's the most... He holds it together yeah, as much yeah. as he can, man. Yeah, and just cool. Just a cool dude. Uh, I love when he freaks out, though. Yeah. Like in the middle of all this. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, when he just when he says that Quinn's pregnant and they're getting... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did, you say, did you just say that Quinn's pregnant or Quinn's pregnant and they're divorced? Like they're getting divorced. Yeah, she's not, just, I think she's he not blows here or up. she's not coming at all or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, and he just blows up. He calls her like a... Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad, guys. He, he, he lets it all out. Yeah. Good. Just, yeah. After that, he's pretty chill the rest After of the time. That, he's pretty chill, yeah. man. Um, the one thing that I liked was that he was just kind of strong in regards to, like, his father and not trying to, like, emotionally connect with his deceased father, right? Yeah. Until he's electrocuted, you know. <laughs> I love that reoccurring theme of them having the, the power going out and yeah. finally getting, like, shocked or whatever. And then having that, like... You know, there might have been bad times, and Dad might have been tough on you, or Mom might have been yeah. tough on you. But there, there, there's got to be at least one moment that you remember, right, about this person. He remembered that moment with his father, man. And for that, brother, I am in agreement with you. I am giving this movie four buckets of popcorn. Awesome. Yeah, this is a great uh, comedy, man. Um, we need more like rated R comedies, like like this. Um, that can tell a good, heartful story. Yeah. This was great, man. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through. This is where I leave you. Next week, we will be discussing Emergency. And that's streaming on Amazon Prime. I'm Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.